We are glad to make all of our Jcast Network podcasts free for our listeners. However, they are not free to produce and host. Please consider making a donation to Jcast Network to help support our work by visiting jcastnetwork.org slash donate. Thanks for your support. You are listening to Two Minutes of Torah with Rabbi Danny, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about Rabbi Danny, please visit rabbidanny.com. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Shalom and welcome to Two Minutes of Torah, Parashat Shmini, Food, Glorious Food. We know that eating is an important part of Judaism. The joke suggests that every Jewish holiday revolves around three things. They tried to kill us, we survived, let's eat. And as we emerge from the festival of Pesach, Passover, we're even more aware of our food and eating habits. For seven or eight days, we shunned bread and other leavened products, which is a real headache for many and makes us hyper aware of what we can and cannot eat. And we know alongside the laws relating to Jewish food, there are the traditions and the customs. The tradition of bagels and locks, pastrami sandwiches on rye bread, never on white, and various others that have been handed down from generation to generation. And in many ways, they all date back to this week's Torah portion, where God speaks to Moses and Aaron and says to them, Speak to the Israelite people thus, These are the creatures that you may eat from among all the land animals. And then gives the specification of chewing the cud and having a split hoof. Then we get told about the animals we may eat that live in the water, the abominations among the birds. We get instructed amongst about swarming things. And then ultimately we're told these are the instructions concerning animals, birds, all living creatures that move in water and all creatures that swarm on earth for distinguishing between the unclean and the clean, between the living things that may be eaten and the living things that may not be eaten. At this point, we become conscious of those things that we can consume. And it's striking to think that at that time, the Israelites were living in the wilderness where manna was coming down from heaven that they would eat each and every day. For me, I always think back to my experience in the high school cafeteria when I was hyper aware of which foods I could and could not eat. Every meal that I had at school was a reminder of my Jewish identity because of these laws and instructions. And for us today in a society where people are all the more aware of what we can and cannot consume around subject of allergies, around organic and different farming methods, because of vegetarian and veganism, the Jewish laws were in many ways perhaps the first instructions about what could and could not be consumed. And I think through these instructions, which were given no explicit reason for why we should observe them, we become conscious and aware of what we consume. Kashrut makes us think that extra step before choosing what to eat. And as such, it makes us think about what we consume. And at the same time, it ensures that every single meal is a sacred occasion. Every time we eat, we have to think about our Jewish identity and what is and is not permitted. There may be no explicit reason given in the Torah for why we should keep kosher but there are many compelling reasons for why the practice is still relevant today. Shabbat Shalom.